Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And Bonnie, the countdown to Christmas continues. We are now just 10 days away. That is crazy. This year and this month has absolutely flown by. So fast. I don't even understand. I don't either. But hey, that's um, <laughs> that's what happens, right? They say time flies. And time flies when you're having fun. And we're having fun. So... But with Christmas now being 10 days away, Bonnie, um, what is on your weather Christmas list? We put this out to our friends on social media, uh, and we asked you guys what you would like on your Christmas list weather-wise. So, Bonnie, what is on your weather Christmas list? I want one of those weather stations, those legit ones with everything on it, the anemometer, the lightning detector, everything that you can put on top of like your house or shed or whatever. Ooh. I want one. Yeah, okay. Um, we'll have to get you one of the Sonic ones. And, you know, there's a company out here in Oregon called Columbia Weather Systems, uh, and they make the high-end stuff. And chasers use their stuff. Um, first responders use their stuff. But, yeah, they have the Sonic anemometer. They have the lightning detection. They have the whole package. And that stuff is legit. Mm, that's what I want. And I also want a subscription to Weatherbell. <laughs> yeah, right? I think we all do. <laughs> But like a free one. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Well, somebody else, somebody can gift you a, a subscription to Weatherbell. Well, somebody do that, please. Yes. So if they want to do that, Bonnie, you can get a hold of her uh, on Twitter at Weather Podcast, and we'll make sure that happens. Um, Boom. Anything else? Like, Do you want any types of actual weather for your Christmas list or just the full weather package and the subscription to Weatherbell? Well, um, I'm definitely going to need some snow for Christmas, but what I'm seeing is it's going to be above average temperatures for Christmas, so. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a white Christmas in Oklahoma City? Yeah, it's happened a few times. And by, you know, white Christmas, sometimes it's just like flurries, but we've had a couple where it's been like pretty legit snow. We've had an ice storm around Christmas too, so we've kind of had it all. All right. All right. Okay. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's funny. The last, gosh, four years I've had a white Christmas just because I've traveled for Christmas over to Central Oregon where there's a lot of snow usually in, in wintertime. So um, we've had it. But, uh, yeah, we've had a couple here in Portland and a couple good ones. I think the last major white Christmas snowstorm was maybe in 2010 or 11. And I know somebody's going to hear this and be like, ah, that was not even close. Uh, but we had a we had a couple good ones where it was definitely like okay significant amounts of snow either the day before or or Christmas Day so uh, white Christmases are always cool. I know and they don't happen often enough for me, right? Or for anyone really. I don't know how often white Christmases happen just in general across right. the U.S. Um, I think in the northern probably plain states and the Great Lakes, it's probably more frequent than not. Um, obviously Rocky Mountains, you know, upstate Montana upstate uh idaho mountainous regions you know pretty much a lock every year but uh pretty rare as you get down toward like say you know nashville 
or Miami or Baton Rouge or New Orleans or Corpus Christi. San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Yeah, I mean, occasionally Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, if Phoenix got a white Christmas, we know something's seriously up. Oh, right. It's the apocalypse. Right. Although, you know, Phoenix did have a record number of tornadoes this year. So maybe, just maybe, it could happen. Well, let's see. All eyes on Phoenix. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Our poor friends in the Valley of the Sun. (laughs) They had gone, like, what was it, like four and a half years without issuing a tornado warning. And then in the span of five months, they issued, like, eight or nine. So nothing... Hey, you know what? You got to break records and you got to break them fast. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, okay, so you want a weather station and a white Christmas and subscription to Weather Bell. On my list, I am I really want a good Pacific Northwest windstorm. Um, I know that we just had the bomb cyclone come through Southern Oregon, and it was really windy. Yeah, absolutely. But I want one up in the like the Northwest Pacific Northwest, like Portland, Seattle, one where I get to go out and experience again. It's been Gosh, 1995 was the last real big windstorm that we had here that kind of wow. affected a lot of people. We were without power for a week. So I that's kind of on top of my Christmas list. I would also like, you know, the complete weather package. Unfortunately, where I live, I can't have one on the roof because I'm sure the HOA would scream at me. And we, <laughs> won't even, we won't even get into HOAs. Those things are evil. I um, know. They're almost like the, uh, they're not as bad as the IRS in terms of racket. And we won't get into taxes, and I love the IRS, and they're great people, and I work with them a lot. So, shout out to my <laughs> friends at the IRS, but HOAs... HOA can foreclose on your house. Did you know that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. We won't get into That's the HOAs. That's nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. It is. They have too much power. They do. And, you know, I have a couple of Christmas inflatables on my deck here. Uh-huh. And they are secured to the table and the chairs. And the HOA Nazi lady um, was like, oh, are you going to secure those? Because, you know, if they fly away, we have to write a letter to the letter. But I'm like, they're going to be secured. Okay. These things, it would literally take a tornado to rip them off the table and chairs. <laughs> so you can just calm down and go about your life and keep staring at other people and making us all uncomfortable when you're out walking around. She sounds like the Grinch. Yeah, she's very she's friendly. Okay, don't don't take it the wrong way. She's friendly, but we're all just kind of very weary of her when she walks around. Hmm. Yeah. So well. yeah, but I would I wish I could have a weather station. So I just have a portable one portable one in my car. Oh, I, that's nice. Though yeah, I go to where the weather is. There you go. You yes. just bring the weather station to the weather. It works. Right. Like my uh, one of my old Boston says, uh-oh, Bobby's out hunting weather. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, so, yeah, I want I want the windstorm. Um, I would love a weather station. Actually, one thing I would like, I would like a vertical profiler. I know these things are giant, and I have nowhere to keep it. I would <laughs> love a vertical profiler just to have it, or... I would actually like to have a small Doppler radar, which you can buy for less oh. than like $8,000. Oh, and it just looks like a smaller size golf ball. Yeah. Um, uh, one, they said it's like a medium size uh, dog crate, like the plastic dog crates. And if you. And it's less than $8,000. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Um, and where would you put that? I don't know. I'd have to find some place to install it. 
Would you secure it to the table and chairs? Oh, no. I mean, this, this thing has to be on a tower like several feet high up into the air. So, yeah, the HOA still wouldn't let me do it. I'm sure I could talk somebody into letting me like borrow a piece of property for it. But um, if you go look at what the city of Dallas and Fort Worth are doing, they have this own like mini radar co-op network mm. where they're using it for like storm research and emergency management. Uh, and there were a bunch of articles out about it last year, but this is where I found the idea that you can actually buy a weather radar and you can do it for somewhat inexpensively. So, um, yeah, it's still pretty awesome. But um, let me look here and just double check the figures on that. But, uh, yeah, so I'd like to have those. And, um, of course, I'd like to have a really big snowstorm and a nice uh, tor- uh, thunderstorm outbreak here in uh, Oregon. So. Yeah, I know. I miss thunderstorms. It's been a while since we've had one. Right. Um, they're out there. I mean, you know, we make it work, right? Mm-hmm. We, I mean, they're going to be out there tomorrow. That's for dang sure. Yes, it is. Um. So, yeah, there's a company called, where are they? Um, EWR Radar Systems. And you can go on and you can look at, you know, they have these weather radars available. So, um, where was the pricing on these? Because I know that it had some pricing on it. But, um, yeah, you can install them all over the place. That's great. So, hmm. yeah. It's very interesting. And then, you know, eventually, as more and more people have them, right? then it's kind of like good coverage. Oh, it is. And, you know, as, as some of us that are trying to, you know, get some of these radars installed in different places, um, you know, it would be nice to <laughs> it would be nice to have that actual availability. So, yeah. um, you can buy somewhat uh, cheap weather radars, stuff like they use on boats for under fifteen hundred bucks, uh, and some for under a thousand. So, um, you know, it's not high res, you know, Nexrad eight, you know, eighty eight D, but it's a close second. Man, now you're making me want a radar. Right, <laughs> but I gotta find a place to put it. Ooh, I have. I know somebody with some land. Maybe right. I could put it out there. Well, I mean, you have some property. You could put it in your backyard next to your shed. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, I totally. Little radar sitting there. I totally Pressure. could. I totally could. <laughs> and I would be totally in favor of that. Might have to get that in the works. Right. Uh, for five grand, you can buy one that is a hazmat weather station designed for first responders to respond to uh, hazmat incidents. So that's available. Um, yeah, you don't. That's eighteen grand. You don't need that. Uh, there's a whole bunch of. I mean, just go on Google and type in portable weather radar, or yeah, and there it's there. So, yeah, why not? I'm gonna have to check that out for yeah, you sure. Should. You should, and put it out you know, next to your shed. I'll I'll fly into Oklahoma City and help you install it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Deal. Perfect. <laughs> and since I'm working at Amazon, I'm going to see if we have any on Amazon available for sale. Okay. Okay. And I have Prime, so it'll be free delivery. Perfect. Um, one thing I was going to say as we you know wrap up this Christmas section is, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff that people do buy and you know hand off to friends and family, but. You know, if you were able to gift something weather-wise to somebody, what would it be? If you could give somebody weather, what would it be? 
I would gift some snow. I think a lot of people want snow, and I would gift it. How much? Oh, enough to shut the place down so no one would have to go to work or school. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, they do have Doppler weather radars available for purchase on Amazon. Oh, my gosh. Amazon has everything. Oh, I just found the Rockham Severe Weather Socks. <laughs> Those are pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but yeah, they have a bunch of Doppler weather radars. Um, looks like most of these are designed for like boats, but yeah, they're there. So if you want, you can buy a radar on Amazon. I'm really, I might have to look into that. Like now I'm very intrigued. I'm tempted to do this as well. <laughs> so I can put it on my car. Yeah. I just need, you know, yeah. And there's a bunch of textbooks in here too. Here's the other thing. And um, I want to do this and I got to figure out a way to do it. But I want to build a Doppler weather radar out of Legos. You should. You totally should. Or out of like connects. Uh, exactly. Anything. Like just anything like that. Because it would look really cool. Like, I got my giant rocket in my room that's, you know, like three and a half feet tall that I posted the photos on our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. But mm -hmm. I want a Doppler radar to go with it. I think it needs that. I do, too. I do, too. So I got to figure out a way to do that. So that will be my that's next. your mission. Yeah, that will be my next, my next go around. Um, and the other thing that I want on my Christmas weather list the last thing is the NBC TV stations own their own like little satellite radar trucks. And I want one of the models. Oh, like, and I know NBC in Dallas has one and NBC LA has one and they had some of them available on their w websites, but uh, they're, they're called the storm Rangers. So I want the model of the truck. And so I'm seeing if they have any on Amazon, and they don't. Ugh. NBC Storm Ranger model. And I know some places had it for sale, but if you guys haven't seen this thing, this thing is awesome. This thing has its own portable Doppler radar on board. It is le it's legit. It's really cool. So, um, yeah, it doesn't look any like anybody's selling them anymore, which is really sad. Yeah. Oh well. Okay, so enough about the Christmas list. Um, as we transition, though, from, you know, cold air moving in, and we'll get to your forecast here in a minute, because we will be talking about the fact that you guys have a nice shot, some uh, some winter weather. Uh, severe weather looks like it's going to be the story of the next couple of days. Uh, and, Bonnie, we're looking at an enhanced risk over much of the Deep South. I know, over uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. I'm kind of jealous. I mean... We're at the end of December, almost Christmas, and they're in an enhanced risk for severe weather. That's nuts. It is nuts, and it's including the cities of Baton Rouge, Jackson, Mississippi, Lafayette, Louisiana, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Alexandria, Louisiana. Um, and then you expand out into the slight, which is New Orleans, Birmingham, Montgomery, Mobile, Huntsville. So I'm sure our friend James Spann will be all, o excuse me, all over this in the next couple of days. But, um, for sure. Yeah, 5% risk of tornadoes, 30% risk of wind damage, 15% of hail. Um, if this was in the spring or the second chase season in that transition from summer into fall, uh, I think this would be getting a lot more attention, but uh, this is definitely something to keep an eye on 
uh, going forward because it's uh, it's rare. But hey, we do get some storms this time of year, and hopefully, knock on wood, uh, there are no tornadoes. But uh, if you guys do live in the deep south, keep an eye to the sky the next couple of days because this is uh, something very serious. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, the risk has just been going up the past few days because yep. I remember them talking about it, you know, four or five days ago, marginal was put out and now here we are at an enhanced. So who knows what it'll be in the morning uh, after the sounding and everything. So right now it's enhanced. I expect that to go up a bit. Yeah, I mean, they're and they're talking about modest cape. Um, you know, there's a mm-hmm. cap that will break. Um, they said weak low level lapse rates, but still, uh, there's increasing shear. There's a lot of ingredients here that if just coming together, uh, would pop a couple tornadoes pretty easily. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Yep, so. absolutely. So we'll have to watch. I, I didn't see, or I don't remember the timing on everything. When is, when are things supposed to get going? Uh, I'm looking at this right now and it looks like it's in the afternoon, um, it says elevated showers and embedded thunderstorms will likely be ongoing. Start of the period across the portion of the Alec area, northward, mid south into central Appalachians in the browse zone, low level warm infection ahead of blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it looks like um, afternoons. So uh, the stronger storm should remain relatively uh, largely embedded in broader, loosely organized frontal convective bands, which should lift across eastern Louisiana and Mississippi through the afternoon and eventually into parts of northern and central Alabama, along with the potential for locally damaging winds with these convective va- uh, bands. Individually rotating updrafts will pose some risk for tornadoes. So, And by late evening, the storms will likely begin to diminish. So. So kind of a short window there of yeah, some late, action. Yeah, late morning, mid-afternoon, into early evening. But that's still a pretty broad area for that time frame, so it's something to definitely watch. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone in that area, stay on your toes, keep your phone with you. Yes, absolutely. Make sure that you guys have either access to, like you said, your phone, a weather radio, uh, access to a TV or radio station just to kind of keep informed because um, this is a pretty uh, – pretty substantial risk and i mean if we anytime we get anything above a slight i mean even a mm-hmm. slight but a slight into enhance and we're into december i mean we're not really thinking about it we're busy thinking about christmas and lots of other things so just keep an eye to the sky and uh please be safe yeah absolutely and yeah like you said there's a lot of other things going on which is even more reason to pay extra attention to tomorrow right and the whole reason why this is happening is we have a cold front dropping through, and mm-hmm. cold fronts have a tendency to pop off storms when you're looking at this. And, Bonnie, you guys in Oklahoma City are kind of uh, in this little weird zone where you're getting snow to your north and then storms tomorrow to your south and east. But uh, you guys are in this, like I said, a weird little pattern where you could be looking at some freezing rain as well. Yeah, we have a little bit of chance of that, especially tomorrow morning. I'm not expecting anything crazy, but it has been pretty cold all day, dreary and drizzly. So I bet the temperature is not below freezing, so nothing's really sticking. So if anything does happen, like I expect the temperature to drop overnight, of course, and anything that does freeze won't stay frozen for long once the sun comes out tomorrow. So. Right. And uh, if you happen to pull open uh, weather.gov, which is the homepage for the National Weather Service, and they have their little photo of the United States and all the gridded forecasts, 
pretty much a straight line from, say, uh, the Texas-Oklahoma panhandle all the way through Pennsylvania. Winter storm watch, winter storm warning. This cold front is taking its sweet time as it slowly sags its way to the south. Yes, it has, and it's also a very huge cold front. Oh, yeah. I mean, this thing literally stretches from portions of Colorado all the way out to the East Coast seaboard. Wow. So it's I've got a friend in Kansas City right now, and I think she's going to get snowed in there. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. She's, you said earlier before we started taping that she was sending you videos. Yeah, I talked to her this morning, uh, probably around 9.30, 10 o'clock, and she, we were FaceTiming, and she showed me, and they've got some pretty decent snow on the ground already, and that was at 10 o'clock this morning. So I can only imagine that by now, 3 o'clock almost, that They've got a pretty decent amount. I hope she didn't get sun in. She said they were going to the to the game. Ugh. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's going to be not fun. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, current forecast or current conditions right now in Kansas City, Missouri. Snow, freezing fog. Wow. Yeah. That's a fun combination to have. Currently a 20, rough combination. Yeah. Currently 25 degrees. Heavy snow. Tonight Ooh. is the forecast 90%. Uh, the high is 28 <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to get out of there. It's going to take them forever. Yeah. And I think they're going to drive back tomorrow, so it's just going to be even more of a mess. Ugh, that doesn't sound like fun. No. That just sounds, so we'll that, see. Yeah. Um, the radar is pretty intense, uh, but there's a lot of training with this, as we expect, as this cold front is just kind of slowly sagging its way south. Um, but Kansas City has literally just been in, a, in an intense band of snow for a really long time. So if your friends could maybe somehow make it south quickly, maybe drop down to Interstate 44, they might be okay. But, yeah, it looks like Kansas City is just going to get dumped on. So oh, that's not fun. No. Ain't nobody got no, time for that. No, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Right. But we're not surprised. I mean, the snowstorm has caused major wrecks, um, and I believe mm-hmm. even attributed to a couple deaths so far. Um, just winter in the U.S. This cold front is just making its sweet, sweet way. So it's brutal. Yeah, here we go. Winter is starting, so everybody just be careful and don't really don't get out if you don't have to. There's just not really. It's Sunday. There's not really a reason. So right. Uh, and then even looking forward to tomorrow. Snow comes through Colorado, and then you know portions of Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, up into Michigan. Uh, looks like Detroit's going to get in the action. The spread's even up into Toronto, Ontario, Canada, upstate New York, uh, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine. It's It still kind of just sits there. Uh, and then we fast forward. Finally, it starts to exit out on Tuesday, but uh, you're still looking at a lot of snow in the Great Lakes and then you know the upper East Coast seaboard. And look, another shot of reinforcing cold air comes sliding in behind it. That will keep any precipitation that's on the ground. It'll keep it there. Oh, yeah. It's not going anywhere. And nope. It's, <laughs> hate to say it, but, you know, can't stop, won't stop, right? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but, hey, it's winter in the United States. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens Christmas travel-wise. So. Right, that's going to be a whole headache. I'm really glad I don't work for an airline. I just couldn't do it. Right, it would be a it would be kind of a nightmare. I mean, the forecast goes out seven days officially. Um, you know, it looks like there's high pressure. Actually, it might not be too bad. So a week from today, 
Uh, looks like high pressure is dominating over the Four Corners region. High pressure also dominating over Texas and Oklahoma. Um, low moving out off the East Coast seaboard, but not a whole lot happening. There's uh, looks like some low, a low area of low pressure coming into the West Coast, but yeah, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you guys will get away with decent travel weather for Christmas. We'll see. Well, hopefully, good thing I'm not really traveling. Right. Same here. I'll be home. I'll just be traveling from work and, and back, but hey, that works. So, yeah, again, just kind of keep an eye to the sky tomorrow. Um, and if you're dealing with snow, it's not going to, you know, it's going to stick around for a day or two. But just be careful. If you don't have to travel, don't. Um, you know, when local authorities say that, they mean it. It's not meant to, you know, be a buzzkill as much as I like to get out and drive in the snow, and I do. Um you know, if they tell me to stay home, I'm going to stay home. It's just smart. I completely agree. Like like you said, I mean, coming from city officials, they mean it. Just stay at home if you don't have to get out. And that's for the safety of you and for the safety of the emergency personnel. So Exactly. Let's let them have the road because if they need to rescue stranded motorists or people that actually are dealing with emergencies, you know, let them let them deal with it. So Exactly. Oh, interesting weather-wise. It's winter. Um, so we talked about quickly about what you guys have coming up today and tomorrow. What else does your extended forecast look like for Oklahoma City? Uh, just cool the rest of the week. Partly cloudy a few days. No real other precipitation chances right now. Um, highs in the 40s, lows in the 30s, upper 20s. So it'll be a pretty chilly week, but a pretty plain week also. Well, that's good. Out here in Portland, um, it's still gray and fog's <laughs> hanging around. The sun's trying to break through, but um, we'll be lucky to get into the low to mid 40s today as our highs. Lows drop right down right to about freezing, but um, most areas in the city say it, stay above it out in the you know country. It kind of gets down to maybe 29 or 28. Um, rain doesn't really move in until Wednesday like we just talked about. Uh, and then temperatures will be you know struggling to make it out of the 40s but when we have rain coming this time of year generally there's not a huge temperature flux so like temperatures are forecast to be 50 and 46 so temperature doesn't move a whole lot and that's just going to kind of be the way it stays until christmas so yeah showers on and off well i'm jealous of the people to my north and the people to my south so i'll just sit here in my boring drizzle and do nothing while everybody else gets snow and severe weather and i'm just gonna complain about it you are but the best part is you don't have homework to do anymore i know that is the best part so how how have you uh, spent your time not having to do homework oh my gosh doing a whole lot of nothing good as you <laughs> Finish should my christmas shopping perfect perfect but yeah, other than that, I'm just relaxing. It's amazing. All good. And how's Clyde, the third member of B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast? Oh, my gosh. He's been napping for the last, like, three hours. He's napping right now on the couch. He's not even contributing to this podcast at all. Oh. Lazy. Well, you know, maybe he can go out and dig the hole for the radar base. Yeah, there you go. Put him to work. <laughs> That'd be a great story. Schnauzer, <laughs> Schnauzer lays the foundation for a, a weather radar in, in Moore, Oklahoma. Oh, little baby Clyde. He doesn't even care that we're talking about him right now either. He's just sleeping it up. Oh, I'm sure he's dreaming about something. Yeah. Little baby. Oh, he's a good boy, though. 
Yeah, he is. We love it. Well, Bonnie, another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. One more edition before Christmas. I can't, like we said, I can't believe the time has flown by. Uh, it's absolutely nuts, but man, ah, 2020 is almost here. I know, which is crazy. And I think I've mentioned this before, but can we just talk about how many glasses and LASIK places are going to be using the year 2020 in their ads? Oh, yeah. And I'm already sick of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The TV show 2020. Um, yeah, all of it. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> can't wait. I literally can't wait. Same. <laughs> well, like we said, another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will talk to you guys next week for our Christmas show. Woo. Bye.